Hey, it's Nick, and this is your Daily Dose. Welcome. As I've mentioned on this podcast, I'm having trouble finding the time to read. So I'm living vicariously through my podcast partner, Bob, and his love for the written word. On this episode, books inspire us to take a look at our biases towards mind-altering drugs and meditation. Enjoy. I've been reading a lot of history, a lot of history, and not so much self-help stuff, although I, I am listening to Think Like a Freak, which is uh, from the Freakonomics series, mm. which is kind of cool and interesting. And I'm listening to Change Your Mind uh, by um, Michael Pollack, and it's about LSD and mind-altering drugs mm. and what he learned through his own personal experiences and uh, the benefits, uh, the really existential benefits benefits of doing LSD. Uh, it, it makes me want to do LSD. Well, let's do it on the show. Oh. <laughs> let's record it. That might be a that might be an offshoot of this show. That might be a new just one episode. The six hour edition. The six hour Your daily dose podcast. Would really be a dose, wouldn't yeah, it then? It's a perfect name for Your it, daily microdose. <laughs> So anyways, I have not actually gotten to the point of, uh, of trying to find a drug dealer to get me some LSD, but, but it is really interesting to hear the, the opinions of very smart people uh, who have discovered some really interesting things while they were on under the influence of LSD. Yeah. You know, so. Well, you hear such horror stories about it, right? You hear like the don't do drugs sort of stories that go along with it of the um, people going nuts or their faces oh, yeah. melting or people jumping out of windows. Trips. Yeah. Well, and that was that was the the journalism of the time. Right. That was the message of the time. The conservative. That was the uh, just say no to drugs of the LSD time. Let's scare the crap out of everybody so that they won't do these drugs. And what they found was that one. You cannot overdose on LSD. I don't know if you know that. You cannot die from doing too much LSD. You can have a really bad trip and do something bad Stupid. to yourself, yeah. right? But most of the people who had issues like that were psychotic, had mental illness in addition to you know, doing the drug that, that released their inhibitions and you know bad things happened. But it was vilified in a way. Just like I just started watching Reefer Madness about two weeks ago just to see. And that was taken seriously. And oh. Oh, yeah. The most ridiculous. It's almost a SNL skit exactly. at this point. Yeah. Of what a anti-drug campaign would be. Well, and it's very clear that it's being presented by people who have never done the drug. Yep. And that's that's the really weird part, the drug prejudice piece of it. You know, it's to say, you know, this drug is, is evil. I know it's evil, even though I've never actually tried it. You know, and so, hey, guess what? You get to choose. Let me talk about, or let me ask you about a bias or a prejudice that I have. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of along the same lines. It's about meditation. Ah. So do you meditate? I don't because I think that I have seen, not that there are anti-meditation uh, videos and movies out there that I've watched, but you know, you assume you know about something because of pop culture. So you see meditation and it's the person, you gotta get everything out of your mind and you gotta sit there cross-legged and in silence for six hours. And that maybe that's some of it. Maybe some of that is true, but it always occurred to me that it wasn't like therapy 
it wasn't something that I, as a man, was supposed to do. Not to say that it's men versus <laughs> as women, as but as it's as like a, a macho versus nerdy to me. Like the opposite of macho is nerd. Oh, is me. that is that, yeah? I always to me, that, okay, okay. So, so it is. Yeah, well, but when I was yeah. listening to a couple of podcasts and they, I didn't realize it was like they talk about meditation. Um, the person was talking about it in terms of sitting down and not trying to push everything out, but trying to accept everything in, yes. including your foibles, including the negative things. That's the key. And I was fascinated by that because I'm like, what I had assumed just like with drugs, right? Like I'm not going to do LSD or cocaine because it will kill me is what I've learned going to like dare events at school and stuff like that. But meditation also just seems hard and it probably won't do anything for me. But then you hear David Lynch talk about it and he's really into transcendental meditation. All of his incredible ideas come from that. David Lynch. That's yeah. what a great example of of somebody with incredibly bizarre ideas, yeah. right? Okay, so what you just put out there was something that my Tai Chi master taught me, which is that meditation is not a vacation. Meditation is everyday life. So you're not trying to escape anything. You're trying to be present in spite of everything. I, and I learned a lesson in the park about meditation from a lawn blower guy. All right. Because the guy is like 50 feet away from me, got this thing cranked up on high and he is blowing everything in sight while I'm trying to meditate. And I had to remember my master's words to say that you welcome everything in. Mm -hmm. You receive everything. You judge nothing. And just acknowledge everything just know that it's there so i'm there saying there's the leaf blower guy <laughs> there's the breeze blowing across my face there's the sound of birds you know it's all there uh, but the key is to have no walls to have only passageways and that includes passageways in and out of yourself and within yourself so that things just flow through you uh, and it is hard it is hard because we're overstimulated we want to think about things and the only thing you can do from within a state of meditation is bring yourself back to the moment. When you realize I've been thinking about tomorrow's work issues, you bring yourself back to your moment. And how I do it is by just concentrating on my breathing. Breathe in, breathe out. So are you, like, is it a way or is it a time where you can think about maybe not tomorrow's work, but maybe something that's happened to you that you want to process a little bit more. Like it's not really a therapy session. It's not. Or an internal it, therapy it, it's, session. It's, it's actually, it is an escape from that. It's an escape from having to think about things and process things. It is, it's an openness to everything, but not an actual grappling with everything. It's, I would almost look at it like you're in a river and there are all these things floating by in the river, but you're not allowed to touch any of them. You're not allowed to follow any of them with your gaze they're just there you just allow them to be present but you don't give them your attention you give your attention to yourself where you are and you just allow things to flow it's a it's a it's interesting because i find it really restful when i pull it off and i don't mm -hmm. always pull it off there's some days i just can't get my brain peaceful enough to, to actually pull it off but most times i can and most times i feel refreshed afterwards because mm. i had a moment with the moment and you had a moment moment yeah a moment moment it's it's meta but it's it feels good because it, it was a stress-free moment yeah and when you go back to the world of stress after you've been stress-free you kind of 
you know there's a difference. It gives you something to strive for you know, as you go, at least it has for me. So, And I've been doing this for about seven years uh, on a daily basis, and I still, I still suck at it, but uh, it's a practice. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I'm not going to get good at it right away. <laughs> well, I just like that you had like the, the macho versus nerdy perception of it. And it, it definitely tends toward the cerebral, right? Yeah. Which tends toward the more nerdy of things. But at its base, it's more primal than it is nerdy. Hmm. Because it is just relaxing and letting things be the way they are and the way they're supposed to be, which is exactly the way they are. You know, that's... <laughs> that's perfection right that things are exactly the way they are that's the only perfection in the world i think the buddha said that uh and it's confusing like most of the things that the buddha says yeah it makes you think and want to meditate (laughs) hi friends it's bob meditation is a super healthy practice that takes a little practice now more than ever we need to find peace in our everyday There are a bunch of free apps available that offer guided meditation, which might be an awesome way to introduce yourself to the world of connecting to the universe and yourself. And both yoga and Tai Chi have meditation elements that are infused into the art forms. However you find your meditation groove, Nick and I wish you maximum peace and ultimate joy as you get ready to turn the page to 2021.